Uh, welcome to Grim After Dark. We're just about in a very uh, serious and non-40K discussion, which is par for the course for here, um, but was getting a little too personal for my liking. So thank you, Dickie, <laughs> uh, for hitting that start button. Uh, welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. My name is John. I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. Uh, But before we go on, if you enjoy what you see or what you listen to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to, throw us a couple dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or super chatting the answer to this question. What is the worst thing you could add McDonald's new side of buttered corn to? Not that question, Dickie. That's what I got for not prepping you. Uh, Nailed Nailed it. Before we go on, you can hear them in the background. Uh, and then a great it, start. <laughs> you know, no one knows what's going to happen. It's, he just does things. It's, I do. I do. Uh, so first up, he's going to actually our best intro until just now. Yeah, I, I know. He's got a true bill of friendship. I know all of our mics are live, so it's just messing me up. But you guys get to suffer what I suffer, so it's great. Uh, first up, he's got a true bill of friendship. He's advised me to state that he brings a wealth of tabletop knowledge and experience to the table. He hails from Moscow, Idaho. It's Danny McDevitt. <laughs> Thanks for the try, John. I appreciate it. I know that you're not an American citizen, so <laughs> I really appreciate you giving that, you know, your <laughs> Scottish hundred there, which is like, you know, what? Fifty uh, percent of what America is, or is that one hundred and twenty-five percent? I would pay for elocution lessons, but my higher tax rate means I cannot. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. He's our man north of the 49th. If it goes on a square base, he's a guy to ask. It's superstar co-host and amateur frisbee golfer. It's Val Halfelfinger. Amateur frisbee golfer? Yeah. Never, never, never chucked a disc. That's no, uh, not me, babe. Now. That's a uh, different Halfelfinger. Now we're noting, uh, I'm just making stuff up, uh, that I didn't do intro music for either of you guys, making this now the worst intro uh, that that, that I've done so far. Next week, next week we'll get it. Next up. He's usually the man behind the curve. Wow. The guy who's responsible for everything you see that isn't just us talking. Yeah. You want to hear... If you want to turn a team win to a team draw, he's the man supposed to do it. <laughs> you put the coach in Canada. It's Diggy. Wow. That was, I am honored. That's by that quite intro. the intro. Yeah, that's well, like, so good. I mean, you just like the serious music on, so I kind of had mm. to go with it. Oh, yeah. No, that was a good, that was a yes and, John. Well done. You're, see, I'm learning. It's only taken multiple years of knowing you to actually start listening. Uh, I want to throw up here real quick. Uh, I'm really glad that you literally learned something over multiple years that you learned the first day in improv. I just want (laughs) you to (laughs) Well, as a man who's married with children, I've never actually taken an improv class. Oh, okay. Fair. Well, this guy. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) before we move on here uh welcome to everyone live with us in chat uh if you guys are just listening or just watching along as kicker loves to say i'm just going to sound clip him because he does it so well uh you are missing out we are live every monday night 10 p.m eastern uh grim after dark on youtube and you can join along with the chat uh you can be like uh, brandon who says i'm so prepared to be whelmed 
Um, and then Big Papa C.A., who keeps saying mean things about this wonderful 40th anniversary of the Gothenburg win at Aberdeen Awake It from last year. Uh, it's not an England jersey. It would never be an England jersey. Uh, A.B.E. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, we're going to bring up uh, one of my favorite comments, comment of the week from last week, even a new a new section. You wouldn't know because I didn't create a 15 minute long intro to go before it. Uh-huh. Um, so this was my my favorite comment from last week, mainly because it praises me. Um, mm-hmm. came in on chat, said, Abby, the despoiler continues to be awesome. Can't wait for an animator with a lot of time and passion to throw it together. And boy, howdy, do I have an unlimited budget for someone uh, who doesn't pay in cash. Hey, didn't we earn $114 last month? That's pretty impressive. We did. We did. And that was only from two years of doing this. So I'm very excited. Let's roll. We should just roll that into some Fiverr animator fees. I'm sure we could get 10 seconds uh, animated. (laughs) Or or we could have, like, we could get just some, like, assets made that then we could make Dickie maybe do something with like a make them dance around the screen i'm sure that that's well within the budget of you know uh i watch a lot of know. children's youtube man the bar is not high <laughs> no it's very low <laughs> it's tremendously low we could even just print out cutouts of abby the despoiler and just move them around i think we just nailed it we'll just do that yeah, we'll just do that <laughs> we'll, make we'll, just do it on, we'll do it on a green device. screen just move them around like that Will be YouTube's first ever puppet show, uh, <laughs> based on Warhammer Forty Thousand. Oh, yeah, you, oh yeah, yeah, I had to add yeah, that for in. Some yeah, reason. That's good for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, no one's doing Warhammer puppet shows anymore. Who would? Have I don't know, know why. why. Doesn't make any sense. But we could toggle the "Is this for kids?" button on YouTube for the Abby the Despoiler stuff, and then my uh, son can watch it uh, on his tablet. True story. So I, I sit uh, Saturday evenings. I'll, I'll sit down and begin to create. And tonight, by the way, this is downgrading quality. I had, this is a transition episode. I needed them to go somewhere, so it's not great. Um, but I was playing, and I have all this, of course, like happy music and kids' voices. And my son, he's four, he comes up, he's like, "Oh, what's that, Dad?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just doing this thing here. It's great." He's like, "Oh, can I see?" And, like, yeah. and I, I press play, and it's like right at just a giant chainsword bit. So I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's go watch something else here." Hey. You know, we can uncheck that kids box anytime. Oh, we no gotta uncheck that kids box. I mean, what what could possibly happen? What could go wrong? We literally have dozens of dollars of ad revenue at stake every year uh, from this here. Well, MJ Pyro, first time viewer. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, a couple weeks ago, that's the time <laughs> to do it. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, manage expectation. No, yeah. no, we're not doing to do that. Yeah, you want to under promise, over deliver. That's the key. Yes, and. <laughs> okay. It's time for the, the worst part of the show or the best part, depending on, on what you listen to. It's time for State of Play. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, we don't hear the music. No, no, we don't hear the music, but they right. do hear us. They hear uh, us. Learned, cool. After two years, I actually listened to our, our episode last week. Oh, wow. Trip. Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? You might have noticed because in one of the sections in our little Discord, there is all of a sudden 17 pages of notes that I've just put in there. <laughs> Um, Twitter, except and and Dicky replied, poor poor soul replied, and I'm like, aha, someone was paying attention. That's okay. So, uh, welcome to the part of the show we call Dickie. Play. I know where we recap the high points and the lows of what we've been up to in the last week as Val live produces, uh, the producer yep. at the same time. Classic. And as always, we want to. Ever been in a dream where where you can't move or speak? 
That's <laughs> kind of like that's kind of well, like uh, yeah. Got the dream, dude. That's kind of like uh, that's kind of like riding shotgun to Dickie produced that show. <laughs> I want to remind people of the warning. There's going to be actual discussion of the game of Warhammer ahead. Possibly, I'm gonna let you know. I did very little to nothing. Um, I did buy things. That always counts. That's a fun thing. Got another hey. five Lich Guard. Got another heavy destroyer in, and my Imperium magazine subscription. So I'm excited to put yeah. them in the pile of the other 40 issues of the Imperium magazine that I haven't touched yet. <laughs> mm. Nice. As is tradition, uh, Danny, my measuring device that you recommended on the episode where we did the gaming accessories that came in. Okay. Uh, nice. Beautiful little guy. Love it very much. Can't wait to shave the edge down just a quarter of an inch to give me kind of a a, a gimme on some deep strikes. <laughs> Excited to do that. That's benefit of balsa wood. But what about everyone else? Uh, Dickie, you've been quiet while we've been all talking over you. What have you been up to in this past week? Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. I, the reason I asked you first, because when we were in the green room before we started the show and Danny and I were having like a normal conversation, uh, you were like, save it for the show, guys. And then you proceeded and to talk I to Danny writing, about the yeah. several games of Thousand you Suns. You berate, yeah, you berated us first and then immediately jumped in like with your own experience, yeah. knowing knowing full well knowing that we were going to do this like as a bit later on so no dicky you've got this you this is all you this week you are worse than ed sheeran dicky right (laughs) that's right well you know hey look ed sheeran has some redeemable qualities did you know that ed sheeran uh paints 40k models what i do he does he does i saw it in the bedroom or the bedroom. <laughs> you you were in his bedroom. In the bedroom. Wait, what? In his green room. When he that's how he, that's how he gets you. That's how he gets you into the bedroom. He wants to know Warhammer. You were in his green room. <laughs> he posted wow. on Instagram. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, do you follow oh. up, John? I don't. Uh, I look up a lot of terrible 40k content every week for this oh. show, and that picture came along, and I was like, "Yeah, it's the guy who was in that one episode of Game of Thrones." Uh, but You've, was you was feel- wait. You told me okay, off screen that you would change my opinion of Ed Sheeran with one yeah. simple fact. Do you think? That was, do you still think he's a cunt? Because that's nope. what you said before. Wow. <laughs> I was to say that in the first five minutes of the show. Yeah, it's only been um, fifteen minutes here. But uh, do you think that by by a person playing forty k that I'll just instantly like them? Because I have several I, examples look, of that being false. I, look, look, I know, but that's the exception, not the rule. Like okay. generally speaking, I would say. My impressions of 99% of 40K players very positive. It's like that one you, an impression that was trash. born twice. Crickets. Please get no. a cricket sound bite. What? No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, do, well, <laughs> Dicky, what you been up to? Oh, yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, I've been I've been practicing uh, yeah, Thousand Suns, so I've had a few practice games. I I practiced uh, into Danny the other day, and I got two other practice games. So super excited! Be, I'm playing lots of teams. I'm super teams thirsty right now. So mm. I have a team event this Saturday, and then I have a team event uh, the following weekend. So yeah. Wow. Are you worried that you're over pushing on teams is going to mean you're going to be terrible in singles? Or uh, are you masking your ability in singles? He's a serial monogamous, okay? Like, he's, he's not worried about mixing it up on the single scene. He always needs a partner. So Yeah, uh, I, do like, I do like to blame other people, uh, which is why <laughs> teams are really important. Uh, but no, I'm, uh, I'm super excited for team stuff. Uh, I love the, the, the play of it. And I'm going to be honest right now, uh, singles right now is rough. So uh, I feel like teams- Ontario, like our little slice of the world is also like probably one of the best 
team places. Like there's a lot of team yeah. events. Like you can actually participate pretty actively in, in 40K and only play team events. Socialize yeah, cool. Canada, you have to share your wins. You don't get them just by yourself individually. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it feel better as a team? That's socialism, John. Turns it out is. turns out that working together, uh, yeah. you can be more than the sum of your parts. Yeah. Can you though? <laughs> yeah, no, like it's been yeah, one hundred percent. I guess That's it's pro- I guess Val says it's proven, so it's proven. Yep, it's proven. Perfect. Yeah. Dickie, so you played a lot of team parks game. You got a tournament coming up this week. Can't wait to update the board though. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't need you to solely draw the entire time because you're at the perfect six wins, nine <laughs> losses right now. <laughs> how, we so can only I- get you to four hundred and twenty draws somehow. Wait a minute. <laughs> Do I get to put my practice games in here? No, he's this week. No, it's oh, on Saturday. So how do I? How do I? How would I put teams? Uh, did just my team game? Is that what you want? No, no, your own individual effort here, pal. I okay. would love if your team oh. lost and then you won, but you lost on the leaderboard because the it, team that can't happen. Lost. That can't happen because you can be amazing, but your team just sucks an egg the whole time. And that's what yeah, happens would... to Rich all the time. Like, and that that's, the, that's the kind of, uh, that's the, that's the that's kind the of coaching that you can expect in Team Canada next year. <laughs> is that, yeah, you're really good, but your team just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> other positives right there. Amazing. Oh, uh, Val, uh, I feel you're going to have similar 40K progress to me uh, this week. How's your week been in 40K or a couple like, weeks? Are we, are we like game agnostic here? Because, uh... yeah, oh, good. Dead. In the, well, in so the, I've, I've in gotten. The I said, if it goes on the square base, he's the guy to ask. And the well, last hey. edition has gone weird. Uh, well, I, uh, I basically, I, I, as I've mentioned in previous shows, I've, I've been trying to hustle to get an eighth edition Vampire Counts army together, which led me to make very incremental progress on models that I'm painting myself, and just go on a uh, a real reckless spree of buying painted armies and miniatures. Uh, <laughs> As oh, I man. do. Uh, this guy, though, is a is uh, Il Duce. Oh, the, yeah. Il Duce Rojo. Although that's like three different languages I just used. El Duce. Uh, uh, this is the Red Duke, uh, also uh, known as a oh. Vampire Lord on uh, Skeletal Seed. Um, cool. And uh, he's sick as hell. He's got a great book that supports him. I don't know if you guys have read or attempted to read the dr- absolute horrible like way worse than anything we do on this show a uh, series of novels uh called the vampire wars yeah um, I the those... vampire diaries and i'm like they, wow you're very it, for like one of the coolest little nit- niches of fantasy lore it is brutal so anyway i picked up um i, I wanted other vampire related fiction so i started reading the i think it's just i think it's called the red duke i don't even know i can't remember anymore um, and then um, also uh, in a week's time, I will pay, play a 3,000-point game against a pal of mine. Submitted my list to uh, a, 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 a group of people uh, who run something called Triple Crown Wargaming, and they did a list review, which will uh, be published three weeks after the game is played, so it's going to be really helpful for me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I'm just super stoked to play a little 8th edition because I feel like uh, maybe at the Nova reveals, we might have a little old world announcement, maybe, hopefully. Please, God. We're just one I, model, though. Yeah, it'll be one model. <laughs> just show one model. And I feel like that model is going to be I like, from... I feel like this is it, guys. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah. It's going to be one model from the old range, but on a new base size. <laughs> that is basically what they have been doing. Yes. Well, I'm looking that. forward to the review, whatever it is, really. Yeah, 100%. the reveal will be that the starter box will just be a re-release of the Bretonian Lizardman box. 
the rumor is that there are actually there's the box the the launch boxes are split they're they're, they're single army launch boxes one opportunity and great. one tomb king that's super cool but i don't know does that include a like like because i was looking i was in a hobby shop in kingston ontario nexus games Ooh. and they had uh the horse heresy starter in there and that is such a beefy box like, it box. is a really good so box. thick and it's i'm just like army, man mm. i guess you're right it, well i mean it's it, it can be, be it can be mm-hmm. one army it's meant to be two it's implied to be two but it can't be one army what are you guys thoughts? because for for the longest time ever since gw's been doing kind of box sets and launching games we've had a starter set that has been you're able to play it out of the box like you have uh one army one side one army another what's your guys opinion on maybe pivoting to something where you your starter set comes out it has the rule book and just your army like one army in there instead of a two-player awesome let's do it I think I'm okay I with it. I don't have the power to do that. I was just asking opinion. I, I think I think that's a, like tons of other games do that. Like pretty much every other game does right? that. So yeah. I feel like I don't my my kind of hope is that it's actually a false flag and that like mm-hmm. maybe somewhere in the rumor mill someone saw some of the early battalion boxes. I don't know. But even that, that would be cool. weird. Like, but like I, I kind of I don't know, because like the starter set thing is like you go on it in on it with a buddy and like it just feels 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 like it feels important. It would be really nice. It feels like a real validating thing. Like this is a real game, guys, as opposed to a limited series of releases. A release window where I don't have to find someone to split a box with. Yeah, but like uh, I kind of want two of those. But yeah, also I kind of miss the whole like army in a box kind of feel with that you always mm-hmm. had that limited banner bearer guy that was in the oh, box yeah. that, that was a super cool feeling to get that it was a million dollars when i was <laughs> yes ten. but other than that like it was a super cool feeling right so yeah 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 so i don't know it was super super keen and also there's a bunch of other stuff like pretty much everything is gonna get a little i don't know if this is in our notes but like yeah everything looks like it's gonna get a little bit of some news at the nova reveal Seems uh like- so uh Nova reveal usually being one of the larger reveals in the calendar. So uh mm-hmm. fingers crossed it's it's a beefy one. And that's this this week. I'm actually legitimately the I was driving and thinking about it in the car the other day and, and I got nervous. Oh. <laughs> like oh. I'm I'm fanboying so hard <clears throat> that uh and also I have caps locked proclaimed that old world will be here this year so many times oh. in yeah. the in the Hive of scum and villainy that is the old world Facebook group. Uh, that um, I've all oh, virtually guaranteed that it is not coming this year, uh, personally, by uh, by uh, my statements. Amazing, uh, Danny, take us home. What have you been up to in the past week? Is the most prolific? Well, I was going to say Dickie's catching up with you. I was going to call you the most prolific member of the cast. I only played the one game against Dickie. Um, we can talk about it next week, maybe. Yeah, that sounds and good. Then, we're sort of. Uh, uh and then i built a model that i am painting currently that's awesome i I haven't i mean this is like the most vague generic like (laughs) update like i don't know i haven't done shit this week well we ran out of time in that segment so i mean you better update us next week uh if you're cool with that i'll I'll try and you know really chip in that to that uh you know 100 percent that you that you really want to see me have yeah i just want to buy stuff all the time uh, and then put it to the side and forget about it same Dude, apparently forget that I was in Ed Sheeran's bedroom. Anyway, uh, Dickie, let's let's move it on. Let's go around the net. 
oh, I hope it wasn't that, that laggy. <laughs> like, no, no, it, looked, it, looked, it looked crisp on my. It screen. looked crisp. Yeah, uh, we're we're in the leftovers sort of week here because there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about that we were gonna talk about last week. Uh, however, we're sitting like our mark, and I still had other stuff I wanted to do, so we skipped past it. Oh, and so. Before we start, welcome to Run the Net, the part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides. And this week, as I said, we're going back. And for this one, everyone loves a critic as Auspex Tactics. The, the people, by the way, who can get a review video out within three minutes of GW announcing something. Uh, this man is a master of PowerPoint beyond any of our powers here. Yeah. And I don't think any of us can doubt that. Uh, but they are getting into the engagement game, Val. Sorry that it wasn't uh, me that did that for us, but it was Auspect Tactics going in saying, Games Workshop caught manipulating YouTube comments, no criticism allowed. No. And, this, and one, when I first saw this, I was surprised that Games Workshop had comments on, on any of their videos. Fair point. Uh, which I, I think was my thing here, but it turns out they do, as we kind of see in this next guy here. Uh, where they're how to paint their city of Sigmar's uh, Greywater, Fastness, Cloth, and Shield. They had some comments on there. And they all seemed pretty nice. I'm like, yay, GW's comment section returned. So, one, good on them for doing that. Was uh, it off? Was it off for a while? I, I can't say I watched The majority much of their, of their stuff, their, their comments are off um, because wow. our community is the worst, uh, to be fair. Well, so are they. Uh, you know. That's fair. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I do okay, want to quickly go down to <laughs> those two things. Well, like what, so what beget, what beget, what, Danny? What beget, what? Hmm? <laughs> Are you Wait, serious? <laughs> where's, where is the chicken? Where is the egg? Who created whom here? Hmm? Well, hmm? just to kind of, hmm? I figured some you would bring something. On the, on the hands of them. I figured I you would bring this up, Val, uh, in this kind of equal culpability. And I wanted to point out that for this very show, I keep complaining several weeks ago, uh, Dickie created a great short about the Terminators. And this is a little clip from that comment section where it has something said, nobody show them literally any illustration of a space marine ever, Lamau. Um, yeah. Someone said, had to rearrange your arms to make this stretch. Uh, and there is always someone who will complain about it. And that was the comments in this. Again, we've said multiple these times. Are, so the, these are GW White Knights for the record. We were we were being critical. Yeah. And uh, But I will say, uh, that doesn't watch the video, because we didn't make the picture. And in the short, we're like, we didn't make this. Here is this. Uh, so it's kind of a cool yeah. reaction thing. So comments, pretty good, pretty bad. Uh, but what are your guys' thoughts on Auspex Tactics? Kind of uh, breaking out their box a little bit, going in the engagement game. Well, I mean, I'm first of all, I'm not at all surprised that Games Workshop would moderate their comments and hide awful ones. And they're probably just getting lit up by porn bot spam um, because I know... Uh, anything I've posted to YouTube usually gets lit up by porn bot spam. So I can't imagine how much they're probably just slogging through. Um, and then, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, people are going to make bad comments and they're going to hide them. I don't understand what the big deal is. This is something almost every content creator does. Yeah, for sure. Danny, what would you say, uh, GW, turning the comments on? Is that something that surprises you? No. What? I mean, I guess maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. This guy is such an idiot. Like, and I'll, I'll say it straight up. I, I greatly dislike Auspex Tech. Really, the hardest working man in 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 uh, grinding out 40k content. You 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 have. A, I've never heard a bad He's word a said about him. Rest. What he does is he find is he gets leaks, <laughs> oh. and then he posts this stuff up like 
weeks ahead of time before anybody who actually can review product is allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then he like he I don't know. I think he's a I think he's a I think he's a uh, like a post thief. I think that he like people listen to people listen to his like tactical videos and they're not good. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is something I would just not know. Sure. No. Uh, yeah. I it mean, does... with a name like Auspex Tactics, you figure, you know, he's got a he's got a real uh, a real finger on the scanner, you know, so to speak. You know, <laughs> what's coming next is going to be coming out of Deep Strike. Yeah. Um, but turns uh, out he failed the charge from his tactical advice. It just didn't yeah, hit. Yeah, Johnny should have shaved off some a couple of a quarter of an inch on his uh, on his Deep Strike measure. All you need. <laughs> All you charge. need. Uh, I would say that uh, it shouldn't be also that surprising, as Danny said. Like they engage on Twitter and Facebook in real time, probably on posts about their YouTube video content, which they usually cross post. So, yeah, I think them not having comments on YouTube is strange, just because they do moderate other platforms and engage in social media. So, yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be that surprising. What are your guys' sort of thoughts uh, on on internet comments in general and kind of how it's gone? Val, I know you've done some form of uh, content creation for years. Danny, you and I have done that kind of for years, and we've seen some kind of ridiculous things. Uh, what is it, especially over the past couple of years, we've seen like a big rise in just like super people being very uh, serious or negative or aggressive in, in how they're commenting and replying to things. Like, well, what do you guys think is leading to that? I mean, more than they did before, because I feel like internet tough guy syndrome is like a really big thing. And people is, it's a really big and very real thing where people feel like, Oh, I can just say whatever I want because I'm behind, you know, I'm, I'm behind this keyboard and uh, they're just going to post exactly how they feel all the time instead of actually like maybe thinking about their thinking about their comments or, or maybe phrasing it in a more tactful way. They're just like straight to the point. Not so. many people can get like the instant feedback of saying that maybe like someone's like community FAQ was absolute bullshit and then talking to them a couple months later, uh, forgetting and getting that real time feedback on what that means. I I mean, I, I was just <laughs> going to say that and I'm probably an outlier, but maybe it's also just because I talk to very small audiences. But uh, like I'm, I don't feel like I've ever suffered consequences for talking on the internet. Like I like no one. Like I most recently, <laughs> mo- most recently, I've got told to shut the fuck up. But that was on the hive of scum and villainy that is the uh, uh, old world Facebook group. So mm. like that. But like as far as like content that I put out, like for the most part, like. I don't know. Maybe there's some tone deaf comments, but like nothing that's ever like really. There was one guy who called me insufferable. I think that was the worst that was comment me. that is. No, <laughs> I mean, like, like, it was, like, but, like it was a comment on this show. It's like that guy is like the most. Like, I'm sorry to say this, but that guy's the most insufferable guy. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. But that was like oh. the, was like the worst thing anyone's ever said to me in a comment. So was, guys, was hit me in the, the comments with how you really feel. Because if was you that hate the week me, where you got really it. sad? And then you looked at the show viewership like second by second <laughs> and, t- and mapped it onto when you were on screen and came out, guys, I'm tanking viewership. <laughs> and I'm like, what uh, do you mean? <laughs> no, actually, that was an episode where I 100% did tank viewership. <laughs> and I can't remember what it was I specifically was talking about, but it completely tanked. It was hilarious. I think I show up to my work one time and want to fight me. Really? Like, Come to my place of, of employment. Get out of here. Did he see no, you really in real happened. life first? They said mob rules? N- no, it was uh, an internet forum. Oh, but so that's, for- that's forums and Facebook. I feel like same, that's the same thing. I mean, same same difference. 
I don't know. I, I mean, found like one of his opinion was clown shoes on there, and then like <laughs> he got real upset about it and came down to came down to the shop to to try first try and get me fired, and then wanted to talk to me outside, and then's like, look, we're going, and I'm like, dude, I'm not fighting you outside of a mall. Anyway, long <laughs> story short, no, no, no. <laughs> what was it? Why like, are we shortening this story? Yeah, yeah. What was on those uh, the old uh, Northern Gamer forums that? Uh, that we used oh, to I remember that. Oh, God, that yeah. place was the worst. Oh. So, anyway, uh, there are sometimes real world consequences for your for your actions online. Although right. I never suffered any of those consequences, so I'm going to keep oh. doing what I'm doing. I'm yeah. excited for uh, next week's guest, Auspex Tactics, uh, to come in. <laughs> I'll remember this time when I talk shit about that person. I, I don't talk shit. No, like uh, some creators, like and Mikey is a great guy. Like, yeah. let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But like some of the other guys, like I don't know, they they seem kind of like. Anyway, I don't have to say it. No, yeah, no. Oh, you were saying. No, I was just trying to say that, like, actually, like, I look forward to comments because they general, generally speaking, so far, it's always been nice, and it usually gives me an uplift. And I realize that maybe it's just like our audiences aren't big enough to attract a large, large amount. Maybe that's why the Terminator video is so different. Different is that for whatever reason, just keeps getting cycled out there, and so we keep getting fed our own asshole. But like, I don't know. In the years I've been doing podcasts and all that kind of stuff, like, it's just always. I don't know. I've always found that like, the feedback has been nice and positive. I think the worst I've got is you should delete this. And I said, no. <laughs> and that was my response to the comment. And then you just kind of move on. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, Brandon in chat here, Val says, Val, I find you sufferable. Perfect. Uh, which is perfect. And then Crib Shadow coming in and said, Auspex seems like a real nice person. But ha- like, I, I just can't. Like, I just find him so dry that that it, it's, yeah. it's like, impossible to state. How do you know who he is? I, like, I mean, but that's just like, I'm not gonna <laughs> hate the guy. But face, you guys, I'm just saying. Like, you have to read the emoji and in the tone that maybe it was meant to be meant to be portrayed. Oh, and that is like, okay. he seems like a nice person. Laugh my ass off. Different yeah. tone, right? I feel I, like he would be the emoji. Like, he looks like he's squeezing out a poo. He's never laughed his ass off in his entire life. I can. Tell I feel like he that. would be absolutely very easy to make an uh, like an AI voice out of. Like, this. <laughs> oh my god! Like we could probably oh, start a whole shadow oh channel no. just Jeez. with AI voice cosmic <laughs> tactics Get that on the whiteboard. I know what to do for next codex review. <laughs> You steal, um, you steal our ability to talk about stuff three weeks in advance. We're gonna steal your voice. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, like wait, it no, would be, but really like AI voice. Come on. Well, uh, no, I don't think so. But it could that's easily either. be. Like he's so like he's just mon- he's very monotone. But I mean that's part of his shtick. I and obviously it, it works. I mean he's got two hundred forty-eight thousand subscribers. We've got two hundred forty-eight. So like you know, we went up by two hundred. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, obviously, his, his shtick works and people like it. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I'm not going to hate him for it. No. Uh, Danny. Cheers the, to your success, Auspect's tactics, yeah. even yeah, though you're. For you, man. I'm dude, glad all power to you. Yeah, we're not, like, we're not pooing on you for your success, just your content. Yeah, uh, that's exactly correct. <laughs> which leads to his success. But, anyways, splitting hairs. Yeah, what do we know? We, we No one watches this. Uh, I thought we were doing state of play. No, not no, no one. We have around the, we have around the net. Like imagine, like I mean, even we even have like bumpers to tell you where we're at during the yeah, show, Val. Just, just like what I love to do, like every time I get down on like the audience sizes of shows, I I, I tend to participate in. I like to close my eyes on a mat because I did a lot of theater, and like almost every show, like every couple shows we eclipse every single person who ever saw me do, you know, live theater. 
like period and like we would sell out we would sell out theaters and shit like hundreds of people listening to a show like imagine them all in one place it's it's nuts how many people us dummies get to talk to every like yeah it's not millions or tens of thousands but like actually it is tens of thousands over the year but like like that's crazy like and it's awesome and i appreciate everyone who tunes in yeah we'll do a live show in lvo whether kicker wants to or not we'll just set up uh in the middle of the G. Were we going to do a recast booth? We had a couple good ideas, I think, going for we had a couple, Yeah, we got, we got some stuff going on there. Uh, anyway, Danny, uh, you sent me this one here that I, I loved. If you want to use your amazing slide six, Dickie, uh, voice to describe what you sent me. This is a four-part diagram. The title is entire, <laughs> entitled The Fastest Things on Earth. The first, and these these are very poorly drawn pictures, I have to say. Like, I mean, the first is a cheetah yeah, with no not, neck. Not um oh it's terrible dicky that that is the worst cheetah he's a bit googly ad i would give you that yeah. i will say it is the, the art style we're, the side of its face it's like a halibut it's the art style we're going for for abby the despoiler though so maybe we get <laughs> in contact with the person yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> well that's gonna flop all right so we've got cheetah then we've got airplane drawn poorly with blue wings what airplane has pure blue wings that's stupid and then, that's blue, probably. And then there's the speed of light um, and all of these have little like bars that think depicting quite how fast they are. So mm. cheetah is slower than airplane, which is slower than the speed of light. And the very last thing is a picture of the Adepticon uh, 2024 hotel block uh, information banner. And it says Adepticon room block selling out because apparently it's sold out in less than three minutes. That's wild. Well, uh, guys, and Dickie, this means it's the time of year we get to use the favorite asset I've ever created for this show in this next slide. Um, Adepticon yeah. is coming. Is it? Keep you down? There we go. Yeah, Adepticon <laughs> is coming. Uh, we're, you're ready to turn into a Game of Thrones-style duel in order to get tickets to see people paint and other kind of things. Uh, Val, Danny, the question is, the room block sold out in three minutes. Is it time for Adepticon to move to a different venue? Because this is like, now a decade of... Uh, that was 10 years ago time. Like Yeah, like 10 years ago, they should have moved to a new venue. Yeah. So what do you think stopping them? I think they just... I think it's they've reached good enough status. I think that's yeah. kind of their deal. I, I think well, that's kind of always been my impression of Adepticon, is that... Like, it's comfortable. Yeah, they kind of got to where they want to be, you know? Are I'll shred them forever for how they run their 40K singles, but, you know, I mean, like, it's horrible. And it's the guy a who disgrace. Runs an idiot. But, well, yeah. here's the thing on it. Why would they need to change? <laughs> you could literally do a 40K tournament, put my four year old son in charge uh, with a little JVP <laughs> as a co judge. And the thing would still sell out in like less yeah. than a minute and a half. I don't so, know. I don't understand why people plan it. Um, why would they change? I don't know to make more money. Isn't that why I usually yeah. do those things? But I assume uh, they've, they're making enough and they don't give a shit. I think that's that, probably what it is. Exactly. Like, and it's safe and it works and it, yeah. It, yeah. And it also, it, you know, artificial scarcity, uh, you know, uh, helps stoke demand for things, makes the old boys club feel nice and cozy for everyone who has ends on things. So, you know, that's you probably all think- it is. Do you guys think that is the demand, the the appeal of Adapticon is in the exclusivity of it? I think maybe a little, but like, I I don't know. I'm not an Adapticon guy, but I do hear a lot of them. And people who like Adapticon really love it. And they, you know, they, they go every single year. They get, there's all kinds of guys I know, like who are, you know, big time in, in Ontario 40K who like, 
start their projects a year in advance. Fucking so many people like with all the like the silly like train boards, not train boards, um, display boards and stuff. The pageantry, it's certainly cool by the sound of it. Yeah, those are all a big part of growing 40K. And I think that kind of the game has kind of grown past it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot, there's so many other events that kind of have like the competitive thing on lock that Adepticon being like the hobbyist like kind of event is probably spot on. And that probably has a bigger demographic than a big tournament does. Adepticon is the spiritual successor to the original GWGTs, which, you know, awarded you for pageantry, sportsmanship, all kinds of stuff, um, sure. uh, you know, painting skill, you know, it was, it was more than just, you know, uh, your, your game on the table. And I think that's too true. Like, that's also why I think like that. I hate that Adepticon singles always get so much focus because it is a, it is a sham when really what I think people are passionate about from a 40 K angle at Adepticon is the, is the team doubles that they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, that's, that's what it is. Like, that's, that's the thing. Um, so like, like people, people have multiple times made singles, like day two or what, like how they do their cut down after, I don't know, but drop because they have to go to do the team thing. Like the singles is an afterthought that yeah. is shoehorned into it. So I don't know. Adepticon is what Adepticon is. Like, I, again, uh, like Auspex tactics, I'm not going to piss in their no. cornflakes. They can go do what they want. Yeah. I'm excited to, to follow up with more coverage of Adepticon later. Uh, as we we push through here to the announcement this week of the brand new Warhammer Plus extra models or a free model that you get for your subscription. Uh, Val one's a little in your wheelhouse with a wonderful little vampire. Yep. And then we also have a, a, a Karskin soldier, Danny. Thanks so. Kasserkin. Kasserkin. Beautiful. Uh, Val, Danny, Dickie, what are your guys' thoughts on the models that came out uh, in this year? Um, just that I've subscribed probably for two years in a row and I've never actually gotten my models. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, hey, look, you know what? It makes me feel good that we're in the same boat because I just she... forget to order them. Oh. Yeah. Like, and I, I have both yeah. of mine. Uh, they're still in the shrink wrap. They're downstairs. They're beautiful. My yeah, Umbra sure agent. Yeah. These are great. Models yeah. are awesome. Yeah, like really uh, The Kazarkin is based on some Forge World artwork, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like really, really good. Um, kind of breaking down what their kit is, and the vampire is is fine. Like, I don't know. I thought that's, it was a dark elf at first, to be honest with you. It, yeah, actually, she's she's in the style of the Soulblight Gravelord Blood Knights, and mm-hmm. they, like I actually got in and like I traded a bunch of stuff, got the Red Duke and and a couple of yeah. them, and I'm just looking at them right now. Um, they're they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. They're I think in an AOS context, yeah. I don't know if they do it for me in a old world context. I will have say you seen the old Blood Knights though. Val? I have, okay, I have since been. I bought ten and I rebased them on squares. Um mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to rebase them again when they go on bases that they'll actually fit pretty well on. But like I find it interesting that their their width actually probably fits on the old squares, right. on the old rectangles. Uh but they're just so they're much length. taller. Yeah, they're like they're just they're just much larger minis. Yeah. Um I will they're say very, that she's a she's a big cool. girl. I, I'm not shitting on them. They just shit. What? She's a big girl. That is a 40 millimeter base that she yeah, is she's on. She's going to be hard to square base. I think um, maybe she might have a little unit placer that goes around her or something like that. You'll have to get creative. Feel I feel like AOS is decidedly 30. Actually, the Casterkin. Uh, just looking at him, like I'm still married to the old 
like my frame of reference is still the old Cadians. I haven't actually, really, I don't even know if I've seen in the flesh the new stuff. Uh, and uh, like, it's weird seeing a properly proportioned human model. I, like it's, 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 it's strange. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the problem is like, these are 32 millimeter and that's why it may, I think AOS is gonna be hard to mix into fantasy a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Scale creep. It's just, it's just well, it's not scale creep, but just a, a larger scale. Like, Fair. Yeah. Use the right terms. See if I care. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think she's cool. Uh, I have no care for either of them. They're great models. I'll never use either of them. Uh, so mm. I will most likely see which one is selling for more on eBay uh, and I'll get that one. I can see the uh, the vampire making a really great Archon for Dark Eldar. Ooh. Um, if you just did a head swap, I think it would look totally good. And you, I mean, you could have the cup dripping out blood or or you know liquor please don't say the other thing oh liquor okay <laughs> <laughs> no just have just have a bunch of car keys falling out of it <laughs> it's a key party it's gonna be a great that. reference for the 40 to 50 year olds in our audience <laughs> now it's just gonna be a cell phone party uh beautiful moving on before we get any further down that rabbit hole uh, guys, what is a millennial use for a key party? That's interesting. You're gonna have to update uh, that phone. reference. Cell phone. Maybe, I mean, there was the lipstick parties. Oh, maybe, probably. I would imagine an Apple AirTag party. An Apple AirTag oh, party. <laughs> nice. You just get a list then, and then you have to find out where the AirTag is. And yeah, you, you just grab a random phone way. and you just follow the AirTag. <laughs> I would assume. I don't know. Probably hold the AirTag. That's my yeah. They, they, well, you don't ask where. Yeah, you, uh, you make it ring, and it's muffled. Yeah. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, I saw an interview this week with John Blanche, Danny's favorite Warhammer artist. Uh, and in the oh, that's interview, such a, <laughs> such a wild take, but continuing. <laughs> in the interview, uh, what we're looking at right here is that iconic picture from the, the front of the majority of the Warhammer rule books of uh, the, the skeletal emperor sitting on the throne uh, or the golden throne. Uh, over. So you thought. So you thought, because in a recent interview, John Blanche said it's iconic picture of the emperor was only meant to be what visitors saw or people who pilgrimage one, not the actual emperor, a fake, if you will. Uh, so Danny, facade. Dickie, a facade, Danny, Dickie, Val, I'm asking you guys, what are some other attractions for tourists to do on Terra? <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't it like general? Don't you have to wait to see the emperor for like generations? Like, isn't yeah, the lineup? And it's just a shitty waxwork. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like Madame Tussauds. Like, you can go there. It's a lot. The wait is only fifty years. So you you wait like, you fifty years wait quite as long. You wait fifty it's years, and it's like going quality. into a spirit Halloween and like looking at their main display. <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, aren't there are there are other GW like canon sketches of like the corpse emperor and i feel like they're john blanche too am i crazy uh, there's about one that with the the sword lying across uh where he has more skin right danny if i'm remembering right there's it's like a sure dude yeah, that sounds right yeah i i don't i don't know the, this is a stupid piece of artwork anyway so like let's just move on to like let's have someone with some talent draw this instead oh jesus oh wow danny uh as you guys can tell massive john blanche fan uh very much loves the art style and everything yeah. about it and is certainly not something i joke about with him um i did ask uh uh i did ask an ai uh what would uh be in a theme park in the warhammer 40,000 universe uh, and we have Orc Wah <laughs> spinning teacups. Uh, okay. Uh, we have the Necron Tomb of Doom drop tower, which nice. 
Tomb of Doom. Uh, that's a, that's like a list that. name right there. That's yeah, good. yeah, that's good. We have Slanesh's Palace of Hedonism Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess good. Uh, Elder Webway Portals 3D, a trippy motion simulator right through the Labyrinth Webway. I think you're reaching on that one, AI. Yeah, I know. We have uh, the Fenrisian Wolf Tamer, which is a move that's illegal in several countries. Uh, <laughs> and then when I just asked it a simple thing like what tourist attractions would be on Terra, it did say an Imperial Guard recruiting office. Interesting. Oh, sure <laughs> well done. So you can queue for 50 years or you can join the guard. That's it. They get you. Imagine getting in the wrong line. <laughs> just an 80 year old pilgrim being like here's your ammo you'll get a gun on the battlefield oh no you had your kids in line it's wild dude wild uh moving on we have our next one here val you are the the kind of the, the show expert here in 3d printing and i found this one here and one of the cancerous places uh 3d <laughs> printing the resin is cancerous so are the community sometimes um, but is they the resin said, cancerous? Do we, has that been confirmed? Because come on now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, but he said, it. okay, so I crashed the family laptop doing normal printing stuff. I'm pretty sure I nearly killed it. Question, what specs do I need to actually do the slicing, clipping, and supporting of files in a budget? And he shows us wonderfully, uh, I'm sure, very uh, legal and purchased uh, tanks right there. And then yeah, the next... track looked totally legit. Totally legit. Uh, the next one here is what someone responded to of, of how it melted down. I just see now, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was he printing onto the keyboard? I feel so, like I feel like I, the aspect ratio of that laptop is like four to three, though. Like that yeah. is like a square laptop from the early 2000s. You like know, I is, didn't I didn't do my research well enough because if you look in the corner, this is actually just a stock image of a melted laptop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but Val, what's your favorite thing you have printed so far? Because you've been quite industrious with the old 3D printing. Hmm. Uh, really, honestly, base bases is a lot of stuff. Um, I printed some really good um, lizardmen, uh, like a, a really oh. cool, um, like Saurus, uh, the cowboy guys. With the, um, help me, Danny. The cold one, cold one, cold, cold one riders. Not the, not the cold room writers, but like the they write a cold run, but it's a lord choice. Um, oh yeah, just old blood, old blood, yeah, yeah. or a scar veteran. Yep, um, some really really nice ones. This is actually some of the first things I ever printed. The thing I ran into that has really stymied me from using it for 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 like minis and in fantasy, this largely rank and file, is that um, I have not found a resin option that isn't brittle. And I have tried a couple things and I just, I've never really committed to like really figuring that out. Um, mm -hmm. And so as a result, like I've, I've used it mostly for printing bases and like really nice, like scenic bases and stuff. Mm. Um, and like I'll print stuff for friends and not tell them that like, if you drop it on the floor, it will shatter into a, like a T1000 dipped in liquid nitrogen. <laughs> And it um, won't reform in the heat. It will not all. reform. Uh, <laughs> well, they'll yeah. reform. It's just into like you know a, a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually. I also printed uh, an uh, rogue idol. Um, that's oh, super cool. awesome. It was front by a guy named Imanji who just literally rips the 3D models out of uh, Total War um, <laughs> and makes them into printable files, uh, which I thought is hilarious. So fingers crossed for 
for a 40k game in the future because that'll crib shadow coming in saying mixing flexible resin into a good resin um i, I believe your friend your friend rob has a pretty good mix yeah uh unless that's proprietary to, yeah, did you to, get that mix he said he was he gonna give the, you that mix. everyone's listening to me uh yeah no i actually I, I feel guilty asking him for some of his fucking shit because he does like like i often he'll be like oh i just figured out this awesome thing that i spent all this time figuring out and be like hey uh, what's that awesome <laughs> thing that you figured out so, 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 so I, I, hate, I hate i hate picking on him for that what isn't that validating for him though? Kind of like yeah. if he's done an awesome thing and other people want that awesome thing, isn't that kind of, I don't know if somebody asked me for some work that I did, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, but like every time. Well, <laughs> I'll let, I'll let him tell me. I'll let him tell me if he's like, he's like, Hey mate, you want this? I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Hook me up with that resin mix. Cause I have done, I have I done. Have no uh, idea what anyone just said there. Exactly. I was just gibberish. Uh, but I have done, I have done the, like um, there's a tenacious, which is uh, a Soraya tech product with fast, which is a popular blend. Um, hasn't worked for me very well to really get rid of that brittleness. That's too yeah. So I don't know. Uh, before we move on here, uh, what is your favorite thing about the 3D community as I go through most of a bit talking about 3D printing without being negative? What's the, what, do you guys, is there something like, are we still like caught up on the old FDM print of the uh, Caladius? Uh, like, is, is, is that, <laughs> that neon green, uh, like, horrific thing that was unprimed and won a gt like five years ago like because like things have advanced significantly oh like, for sure but for me people who are the, like i don't hate the entire community my my dislike comes from the people who are the this is too expensive 3d printer go burr and they just print out and it's and again it's it's the circumventing like low low hobby sales can, and and Val, you'll you'll know this from fantasy here might affect a game somewhat. Uh, so there is, and then compete, and then yeah. How the how how that work out competing for for fantasy? Kind of went away. They right? didn't compete. Well, they okay. That's yeah. Not, they didn't that's compete. A bad equivalence. Oh, very compete. much so. Yeah. Uh, but I, said, I just for me it's the second it's, the second like, three D printers, John, that were good when fantasy was also oh, for sure. Also, yeah. here's here's a here's like a real real fact. The when mm-hmm. they did the end times, mm-hmm. they released a ton of shit and their sales went through the fucking roof. Like they like they, at the end of fantasy, people were stoked. They were buying all kinds of crap because they were putting out sick, which by the way, formed the foundation of of like what became the like popular aos ranges mm-hmm. um like the new tree man all the new uh like skaven models that they dropped all of the nurgle shit nurgle became like the only god for a long time in both 40k and, and aos so like nah man it was they didn't they let it die and they and then they killed it <laughs> so yeah. like i don't know fuck them like if if anytime like games workshop complains like and i haven't by the for the record i don't feel like they do complain because they're a monopoly and most people don't even know that there's other options um like they outcompete like gw gw has all of the cards they are fully capable of 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 making amazing stuff they do all the time uh 3d printing should not be a threat to them um and if they were a smart company they'd figure out how to make it an asset they already do in their design process they 3d print all kinds of shit what so, can i do to avoid the most obnoxious members of that community though i think that's where it comes <laughs> from it's 
For Maybe me, you like, guys are I, just more annoyed in general than I am by people. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like my, my annoyance just comes from it's the they're the uh, the CrossFit people of the the wargaming community. Um, it's like yeah, I know. It's like you know how I know there are three D printing. Oh, stuff? they're evangelical they about it. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. it's sure. the, 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 that kind of aspect. Danny, you're deep in thought up there, or you're just annoyed by my overgeneralizations and reminding you of the the game you love not being supported in a way. No, I just, I just. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of 3D printing. I think it's good for some stuff, but I think overall we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I don't know if 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 Games Workshop can compete in the future. Uh, that'll be good. But I think overall it shows. Uh, I think it's just it's just shows that like it's just going to be declining hobby sales. Yeah. For a while for 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 a while longer. But I don't know. We'll. See. I know lots of people. Lots of people. Lots of people that play competitive games. Uh, 40k that print out a new army every month or or maybe even two. Um, and they prime that up, spray airbrush it real quick, and get it on the table and play it. That defeats all the hobby lag and everything like that. So they can literally switch between armies every month, depending on what's good that month. And they so, haven't even done an environmental study on the effect of all that resin. Disgusting. <laughs> let's go real. Let's go real serious. Uh, let's light well, things up. It is. It is interesting. It's hard to discount, but I think one of the annoying comments that's often made, and I will say that I find this to be a bad take, is that. 3D printer go burr means GW is de- is doomed. That's the, where I most commonly see it. Yes, and I think that is just so nearsighted and misses misses the point. Is people most people don't just want a mod like the amount of people who are 3D printing and turning around armies in a month to like just always have like whatever's busted and the newest hotness and whatever. A very very small amount of people. Most people want Games Workshop miniatures. They don't want the fake Louis Vuitton handbag. They want the actual Louis Vuitton handbag. <laughs> For now, I, I agree. That. I don't think it's it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, but but I, like, the, I, I mean, it's you can't dispute that it's it's not going to be something that happens in the future. I mean, it's just, a I, think, I, just I think bootlegs are always like I mean, like are always going to be a thing, whether it's recasters sure. or or like in in any in any luxury good, fakes are always a market. But yeah. this is in this in this particular luxury good. Some people don't care. They just want the game pieces. You could play 40K with literal pieces of paper. You but, could. But you could. don't because yeah. you want the minis. And as long as the, GW keeps making the good minis, I think they'll be okay. But that that's a correct statement, except them re-releasing old models for old world. Because you can get far better bretonians slash whatever sculpts out there yes than the original knights and my suspicion is that most of the bulk of what they release will be net new models to each range mm-hmm. i yeah i i don't know i don't think i do i like i i understand where you're i understand where you're coming from but the game is driven by model sales so if model sales if mo- i think if model sales decrease and i think i i mean i, I think i think they will in the long run as as time goes on, I mean, this look. They, they literally not, can't make enough like right now. Players, Val, like hmm? where people were upset that cassettes were going to like put the music industry out of business, right? Like people, like because there there is no other thing for this other than fully digital. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I mean for these like analog gamers, I mean, eventually, I think that I think that will be the only thing that people are that yeah. people will be able to do is three I guess, stuff. So earlier, I, I called Games Workshop a monopoly. And yeah. I, I know I know that in uh, the like a true form of 
of the definition of a monopoly in a tabletop game. There are other options. They are not an actual monopoly. But when you're talking about tabletop wargaming, people don't want tabletop war games. They want Warhammer. Like that's that is like the the vast the 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 entire industry is really this with a bunch of cottage industries that have been able to spin off as a result of the gravity of of Games Workshop. And so I think that because most people engage as consumers with the company and only the company, and it is very good at making it so that you're never exposed to anything else, um, that I, I think that to some absolute, like I, 3D printing to me, big threat to guys like Mantic, um, big threat to, to like uh, producers of games on, on Kickstarter and anyone who's you know trying to make ranges of miniatures in the style of games workshop, but I just think they're just such an entrenched uh, position and that they have just such a close, like a wall. Like they have like an analog walled garden of stuff that yeah, people will like to 3d print things, but that is just at this time. I don't think something that is like, you mean a, like a, a legitimate store? threat. Um, well, a music store, uh, did the music industry end? You know what I mean? Like it didn't, uh, music as far no, as I know, record, no, but you can't go into a place and talk about music with a clerk anymore or anything like that. Like it's vinyl records. Like stores. there are very few of those stores open anymore. So like uh, vinyl record stores are incredibly prolific. Maybe not at the scale of old old CD shops and and stuff. That's obviously true. Um, but like there will always be people who want the genuine article. You know what I mean? Like, and there is there is. Something there will always be something intrinsically different between a, a like a GW sprue and whatever you can crush out of your 3D printer. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. It's by the way, this is not this is I'm I'm saying this like it's fact. Obviously, like yeah. obviously, like this is my opinion, man. Um, so like I I 100 see where you're coming from, dude. Like yeah, I just uh, I don't know. Well, a great conversation for another day as I once again overloaded the Around the Nut segment in a way to try and make it a better thing. But we, we all we all have our strong opinions on it. The only way to diffuse it is to decide who is better, Danny or Val, as we use this brand new bumper uh, that I just made like a month ago. Okay. Bum, bum, yeah. bum. It's game time. Uh, hopefully we have enough time we do because we're in charge of that. Uh, but yeah, now, slight change today. Ooh. It's the price is redacted, but it's Facebook the price is redacted. Um, as I found some wonderful things. And also in honor of Bob Barker, who passed away on Saturday. Yeah, I heard the, that. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. But who, uh, the, the, will, who will save the elephants now? God, I thought he died a long time ago. No, he was 99. Uh oh. Man, he lived a long time. He, he had a good life. So to, those cats. to celebrate, <laughs> to celebrate, we're gonna go over uh, an old favorite, but this time it's Facebook prices, right? Which is why we have a new, different bumper uh, for a different segment. I was gonna oh, do shit. a different. Oh shit! Okay, uh, that's okay. So now we're gonna do Facebook, and to even the playing field, uh, one that a game that Danny dominates a lot of the time. Uh, we now have some of our options as Canadian dollars. Uh, <laughs> Starting uh, with this guy right here, uh, this is the beautiful Ultimate Warhammer Man Cave accessory. It is an eight-foot-tall, full-size Terminator to guard your game room and virginity. I added that in. Uh, put him in your window to scare the neighbors. 
they're asking, we'll go to the next one because that has the answer right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cardboard cutout, though. Oh, it's a cardboard cutout. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, podcast listeners, yeah, $200 for that one. Perfect. Nice. 200 Canadians. That's like, what, a buck 50 US? Not yeah, bad. That's what I was going to say. I'm, my, I'm, I'm bidding $150 US. <laughs> that's pretty close. Uh, keep stalling here while I check the next slide to make yeah, sure I'm looking as well. There, even better. Cool, cool. Who wants this? That's my question. People. I feel like that's a thing that like you could think you want and then buy you and get it. Like, whoopsie. My- <laughs> I have an eight foot like poster 40k poster like that's ma- that was that's made out of like uh foam it's weird it's foam and like vinyl. foam core very strange okay it's a very strange poster it rolls up like it's 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 bizarre man interesting yeah uh anyway uh i thought i wanted it on my wall but then it takes up so much wall it's like no dude it's commitment uh, man yeah yeah it's it's a lot of commitment <laughs> it's a lot and it's something as someone who makes large weird extravagant purchases out oh. of blue uh Joel's my wife got the answer Oh, John, you can fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) You could put... Where I can add pictures here right at the... No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Next up here, this one is safe. And now we have an odd number of questions. So we'll actually have a winner. Uh, The description says, This and absolutely huge 40K army with several units that work for 30K as well. Everything is printed and cleaned. No sticky crap. Most of it is at least partially assembled, and any that aren't haver, all the extra parts included, i.e. arms, guns, hats. The vehicles have almost every gun and war gear option available, and you can see more. This is a huge 40K Adeptus Mechanicus printed army. Uh, the answer is in U.S. dollars. Oh, 200 USD. 200 USD. I'm going to go um, $269, John. That's nice. Quality. 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 Uh, they want uh, actually $250. Oh, I was too you will be far over. No surprise to you that it comes from Portland, Oregon, home of the 3D printed Power Army. That's uh, right. Beautiful. Uh, Val, any kind of thoughts and takeaways on the quality of this print job here? It's hard to tell uh, from... from uh... From this distance but that is some transparent resin i think those things shatter like ice um <laughs> that would be my guess for only 250 dollars, if you are in the portland area or have it shipped to you in any way shape or form you could find out how easily it shatters next <laughs> up this guy here i've actually seen this we did check again you've seen this one here i've seen this one all right chat throw this in here this is uh a tide of humanity has arrived to staunch the flow of orcs into this sector, and the Emperor's <laughs> will is to clear the Xenos from Imperial territory. Only the finest are accepted into its ranks, and only the bravest will be sent to Yo see more. Uh, Danny, <laughs> this is Imperial Guardsman, and this is price per Guardsman in $1. U.S. dollars. One dollar. Chat, jump on in here. Uh, be, be the Val who hasn't already seen the answer. I, uh, I I can't I have no recollection at all what it was. But oh, yeah. no recollection, you say? No, no, no idea. How much do you think that is there per guardsman? Danny says a dollar. Two fifty. Two fifty. Danny says a dollar. The actual answer is a dollar fifty per guardsman. Woo! Beautiful. Straight to the one one. God, I love this game. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, looks like I was able to catch uh, where I mentioned the price in the description in this one. Val, I think you might have a leg of it. Danny, I know you know your fantasy stuff as well. Adam guessed $3. That's Australian dollars, though, so he was actually... There's a good chance guess. I bought whatever you're about to show us. Let's see. Let's see here. Uh, next up is whatever this building's oh. called. This <laughs> is a skull Skullvane Mance. Lair of the Astromancer. This was uh, this was posted for three hundred dollars. <laughs> and now we see why we don't do Facebook prices, right? Tenny, <laughs> <laughs> how much would you pay for this guy here? Three hundred and one dollars. <laughs> it was three hundred exactly. It was three hundred on the nose. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I know I wasn't gonna get it. Val knew it already. I uh, can't tell. I if if it has been posted in its fantasy in the last two weeks, I have seen it and I have thought about it. <laughs> well that's ebay and ebay and uh ebay and facebook it's disgusting thank god for the next one then as we move into painted and equipped with dual wraith cannons feel free to reach out if you have any questions it's a wts eldar wraith knight danny this beautiful model be, can be yours but how much did this person want for it in american dollars WTS. <laughs> what does wts mean Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I'm gonna guess two hundred and forty-one dollars. Two forty-one U.S. dollars. Yeah, one hundred and eighty-five bucks. One hundred and eighty-five bucks. The right answer the is small in forty k. It's so hot right now. <laughs> You're both wrong. One seventy. Oh come wow. on! That is Damn, a steal what's happening of a deal. Uh, they obviously have access to the new balance update that's coming, and they're like, you know, yeah, that's, that's probably <laughs> sell, 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 sell. All right, so we're still uh, two ones to Val based on a slight amount of knowledge. Oh, no, uh, Danny, know. this next slide here, as I'm just going to put this across here. Oh. Uh, perfect. Yep, there we go. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. This next slide here, Danny. Uh, you get first call on each of these. Okay, hold on a second. Wow, and these the are tenderizer. Crazy. Yeah, so we the, the tenderizer one, is some money right there. I'll tell you. Chaos that. Dwarf incomplete tenderizer bits. How much is that? Val, wow. have you seen this one? It's just the fucking. Thing. Uh, I would have scrolled right past this, but perfect. Uh, All right, so fifty bucks the mortar. Oh wait, so we're gonna we're gonna go one at a time here because I have three different boxes to delete. Oh, fifty bucks. Uh, fifty bucks for the tenderizer, Val. How much would you pay for an incomplete tenderizer? 25. Danny got it right on the nose. $50. Oh. Holy shit. Squared oh. up 2 2. What about uh, Chaos Dwarf Mortar Crew and half a mortar? <laughs> Danny, how much would you pay for that? Which half? That's not important. It doesn't right have now. the actual mortar. It's just the base. It's just oh. the base. It, like, literally, it's just like a little bucket that sits on top of there. Okay. Yeah. And there's and a dwarf crew member yeah. as well. Um, this thing is probably 30, 30 bucks on 25 again. So Val went 25, Danny went 30. The actual answer is $15. Wow. wow. That's actually like, if you're just looking for the pieces, that's a great yeah. price. Cause that's these, a really expensive. These one. are like ancient charfs yeah. too, man. Like these mm-hmm. are. These are these are particular. These are probably these are made of lead type uh, era. But yes, guys, uh, we're too all right now. 
So this decides the, the game here. Can, you, uh, can I see the image a little bit better, or like? No, my screenshot no. does not okay. allow me to do that. <laughs> okay. game. All right, all right. Let, let me see if I can enhance. I can no, see their then, heads. Yeah, so it's five chaos dwarf archers missing bows, though no bows. How much are you paying? There for so, thank, thank you, you. That, yeah. that helps. No. <laughs> my skin is brown. My skin is brown. Thank you, though. I appreciate the attempt. I tried um, my best. I, I, all right, I'm gonna say. Let's see. This is Canadian. I'm gonna say sixty dollars. Sixty dollars for this, Val. How much? Um, I was. Well, if we did, hmm. uh, let's see, seventy-five bucks. Seventy-five dollars, Val says. The right answer and the winner of the game is deleting the entire slide. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't delete that. I just went down and said. Thank you, Dickie. Seventy dollars was the price. Oh, nice. Five archers. Danny, home. Game of inches. It's a game of sense. I know. God bless. Congrats, Danny. Good, good game. Good well, game. great game, Val. That was that great was game. really intense. Well met. Well met. It's been a while since we've done it. It's always fun. Uh, good to know, Val, that if it's Warhammer Fantasy in second hand, you've already seen it. Unless <laughs> <laughs> if I if I have been. And down an ADHD hyper-focused rabbit hole trying to find what I'm looking for. Yes. Perfect. Multiple times a day. Compulsive, shameless scrolling through literally everything. And guys, uh, feel free to chime in. We have a great litany, like an, a library of games even, uh, that we can play. And next week, we have plans to be able to loop you, the live viewer, in as well. Oh, what? So yeah, we, we are going to loop in the live viewer. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, yeah, great. we're going to do it, Dickie. I'm giving you a full week's notice as opposed to the usual yeah, five minutes. Five minutes. Or, if you or just saying, hey, let's get somebody from the audience. Yeah, last, like, was like a week. fantastic idea. Uh, but yeah, if you want to play, make sure you tune in live 10 p.m. Eastern next week where we will play one of our many lititude uh, of fun, uh, grim games. Possibly, or maybe I just want to do it in time. Who knows? Anyway, uh, we're going to round out the show with my new favorite and what's possibly the worst episode I've done so far. Uh, but roll the overly long bumper. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, we're doing fan fiction, and Dickie's cutting that off real well. Uh, so... Let's go on with episode three of Abby the Despoiler. Previously on Abby the Despoiler. I'm the war master of chaos and I'm trying to find a powerful demon weapon called Drachnien. Now it's mine. Come to my pocket dimension, little ones. And now part three of Abby the Despoiler. Come into my pocket dimension for all of the chaotical things your heart can desire, little ones. Also, What's Cherry that? Bakewells. Definitely not to be frozen in time to complete my diorama of the horse Hershey. Blood for the blood god! <laughs> Hooray! Karn stopped Trazen's plan through over-the-top violence and aggression. Let's count how many pieces he turned Trazen into. One. Two. You thought that would stop me? I am Traz in the infinite. Not Traz. Several hours later. Look, it's very complicated, but I can't be killed. 
I just jump into one of these. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one. This is the one with the shield. I was looking for this one. Now, get in the pocket dimension. Burn, kill, maim, burn. Stop that. Oh, no. Our friend Karn is sad because he can't kill Trazen no matter how much he kills or how much he maims. The only way we can make our friend Karn happy again is if he can pulverize him and number the corn. Pulverize him in the name of corn. We should go with him so Karn can keep trying. Get in. Hmm. I wonder if burning will stop Trazen. What if we set fire to the stack of Playcron magazines in the corner? Let's try to burn him. Blood. What? Blood for the blood god? No, don't do that. We're shifting through multiple dimensional portals, and not only do I not have any more surrogates left, but I also just finished the payments on this pocket dimension. Did you hear that? If Karn kills Trazen only one more time, Karn will be happy again. Blood for the blood god? Exactly, Karn! Skulls! Skulls for the skull throne? Stop it! Wait! You'll kill us all! Screw you guys! Hooray! Karn defeated Trazen. Remember, anything is possible when you ask yourself, I wonder what if, let's try. Pocket dimension implosion in four seconds. Oh no, we Oh no. Are those generic free-use stock-crashing sounds the end of our heroes? Karn on a rampage? Find out next time on Abby the Despoiler. Wow. Wow. Let me tell you, when I originally wrote this on Saturday, there's a whole other bit that I had to trim for another episode because that was already two and a half minutes. Uh, and we're gradually getting longer as it goes. Uh, but yeah, notes, <laughs> questions. Chat, uh, anything here? Yeah. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so let's just like take a little peek behind the production curtain okay. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so like um, that, that, that the voice sounded like the guy who's now disgraced uh, from, uh, from Silicon Valley. Uh, of Tra like Trazen's voice. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who ran the incubator? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, TJ Miller. It was not. It, so that was a generic uh, AI voice on the AI voice side called Ryan, whose huh. tags were American soldier gruff. Okay. Huh. Um, and Discord minis, uh, not as much of a star turn as she had the last time. Uh, <laughs> last time I listened. Too bad. I like Karn's I voice. Do like, I do like I do like that the Karn was able to emote like the hopeful emotion of several question marks typed in. Uh, <laughs> <very> <laughs> um, Incredible. Um, uh, Mammal Man, great catch. There was I did uh, actually type Horse Hershey in there. Yes. Uh, to have it on purposely done <laughs> mm -hmm. wrong. Nice. Um, and then I think my favorite thing behind the curtain was making Trazen's pocket dimension uh, transporter. Just a, a shitty old van. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. assumed it was referring to his butt, so that's better. Oh, wow. No, it, it went from the, the, the idea you gave me of him just being a creepy guy kidnapping kids in vans. <laughs> God, I know a lot of inmates that would pay a lot of money for something like that. Hey. That's true. I don't know a lot of inmates, but uh, I guess that's the difference between the two of us. Well, he's a lawyer, just not a successful one because he knows inmates. And <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well, we'll be back next week with episode four uh, and sometime wow. this week behind the members section uh, of Grim After Dark here on YouTube. You will be able to find the full uh, unedited, uh, un unlaughed over, uh, ungiggled over even uh, episodes of Abby the Despoiler every week, hopefully. We should at least get like some still images we could put up for it, you know, like maybe some sort of a, either a logo or like yeah, something. Yeah, 
We got we got some budget here, guys. Let's, let's budget. We double down. A hundred and fifty. Well, hosting costs. We have hundred and fourteen dollars uh, in order to to get this done. Uh, send me your cheapest animators, and we'll we'll send that over. Fiverr. Fiverr. We're on yeah. it. If I can get a guy to, well, like let's look at things we've spent money on here as at Grim After Dark. <laughs> Uh, we we've spent money on an amazing rap outro theme song. Uh, yeah, we yep, spent true. money on a also, pro- go ahead professional wrestler with a pizza chef gimmick uh, to mistake my instruction and ask Reese to commentate at LVO. You did do that though. That's fair. Yeah. That did work. Yeah. And yeah. then sorry, about what you were saying. No, I was going to say, you keep saying we, but as far as I recall, all of these... <laughs> these uh, were all personal purchases, these, yeah. These were all... They were not approved. These, no. the, the treasurer no. was not consulted. The comptroller was not uh, CC'd on any wait, of these. Wait, wait, uh, you guys have positions? <laughs> <laughs> You're the, the chief giggle officer. It's fine. Uh, well, FLG did pay for our beautiful set, at least. They did. They That's did, true. too. And beautiful it is, too. Uh, and yeah, and I paid for the pizza man out of pocket, and I paid for uh, the rap every man penny. out of pocket. And we will forever regret not ponying up to get uh, Iago the parrot to read. Oh, 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 oh. rest in peace. Right, uh, anything you guys want to add in, Dickie, Val, uh, Danny, anything you want to add in before we we sign out for the night? It's great yep. to have the whole crew together. So nice. Yeah. What a great one. Yeah. Probably my favorite show. Yeah, probably my favorite yeah. show. Oh, it's always a good time. That means that it isn't his favorite show, but he still thinks it's a good one. That's Valcode. Uh, <laughs> LOL. LOL. Thank you, everyone, for joining us <laughs> here in Grim After Dark. Val, you can't pop me with inside jokes when I'm trying to wrap things up. It's <laughs> not fair. Uh, thank you, for everyone, for joining us here on Grim After Dark. Find all of our socials and way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. And we're going to be back next Monday, live at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish. And if you can't catch us live again, subscribe to us on all good services and, and get the show. I haven't changed the script yet. We're good. We're fine. There, we're nothing's behind a paywall apart from stupid uh, little things that I made and maybe uh, things I paid for. Not uh, stupid. It's, it's self-depreciation. It works. Anyway, remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege and you've forgotten to update the outro script... Remember, <laughs> things can't get any worse. So join us here and remember it's always grim after dark. It's time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking Warhammer madness. Grim after dark, the podcast with the hosts, John, Danny, and Val, but they're not the most. Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade. Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd. Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk, but I'm here to expose. It's all just squawk. Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree. But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game. In the real world, homie, we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim after dog the nerds playground talking warhammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze warhammer squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again Tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>